Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you're listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Babe. Yeah? I've got something to tell you. Go for it. And I think you might want to join in when I tell you this. Okay, I actually don't know what this is, so I'm a bit scared now. Okay, right, that's enough. We did that for the gays. We're the new pop queens coming for you. We are, we are the pop gays. Oh my god, I love that. The pop gays. Pop gays. Like, it's like pop tarts meet the gays. <gasps> like, yeah, like pop gays, yeah. Let's go to Paris. Oh, why are you saying that, girl? Let's go to, like, Qatar and Doha and, like, do shopping at Chanel and Rolls Royces because we don't have personalities, yeah. Oh, what are you coming for? I'm coming for an industry that I'm never going to be a part of. So, I think you're coming for a new show on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I'm not coming for Bollywood at all. I am coming <laughs> for the show. And it's not even the fault of the cast. It's the way that it's been stitched together. Um, I am, of course, talking about the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Now, leading yeah. up to this, mm. I remember the trailer coming out and genuinely I was really excited. I thought, oh my God, this shows me everything. It's going to have quotable content, memes, GIFs. You know, the whole gay works. Yeah. Everything. And then we sat and watched episode one together. And we got really confused and bored and didn't really know what was happening. And it wasn't going anywhere. And how I do it was a mess, babe. Okay, so I started actually watching episode six thinking that it was episode one. And I was like, wow, this is quite a start to a show. They're on holiday in Qatar and like they are living their lives. And they were actually quite funny about this helicopter car thing that went up in the air and they were like oh my god it's a flying rickshaw which i thought was quite funny then i realized that that was not episode one then i watched episode one and i was like oh my god they are trying so hard and it's like oh my god it's so crazy we're also crank and like he's a rock star and they just throw everything at this and you're completely right babe they throw everything at this. It's like we were saying, it was like they had a tick list of everything they need to make sure they include. Yeah. Like every like, moment. Bab, hot, light skin, gorgeous apartments, the maid. And like, um, I carry lots of luggage. It's like, do you know what? Being an arsehole is an attitude. You don't have to <laughs> manufacture. You don't have to manufacture an arsehole. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also, it's really interesting because these people are A-listers, but they are also A-list adjacent. Like, none of them are Tom Cruise's wife. See, this is the thing. I want you to explain this to me a little more. Someone that has only really got into Bollywood, you know, after being with you. So are these not the top, top dogs? Well, like, for, for example, one of them is the wife of an actor whose brother is Salman Khan. Oh, so, so it's, it's not like Salman Khan's wife. Yeah, it's Salman Khan's sister-in-law. And uh, Anil Kapoor, the guy who was in Slumdog Millionaire, is his sister-in-law. She's part of it Oh as my well. God. I believe it's his sister-in-law. But something like that. Anyway, yeah, so it's very like it's very adjacent. But then interestingly, you know the episode one that we watched, um, uh, Sanjay Kapoor was in it, who yeah. was in Paris, who was um, exhibiting his daughter, shall we say, at that gala event or whatever. Do you know that Paris scene was so weird? It was because... weird. It was weird. But anyway, right? That oh. guy, he's going to be in a Netflix series with Madhuri Dixit. Madhuri Dixit is an A-lister. But of course, he's going to be starring next to her because there can only be one A-lister in a film that's called, in a Netflix series that's called Actress. I mean, we are weird digressing. Uh, <laughs> I, I just wanted topic, to know, babe. But I just have a lot of emotions. No, it's, a, it's a, a lot of emotions for safe, babe. But do you know, <laughs> but do you know what, though? Like, Everyone on the internet, well, I don't, I haven't read a single positive comment. Well, interestingly, when we watched it, I posted on our Instagram story, you know, we were really excited and then um, that we were slightly disappointed. And it's because episode one was really messy. There was no cohesion, no structure, nothing was really happening. Mm. And they were all talking over each other all the time, babe. Yeah, it should have been, you know, I'm the hot one. I'm the feisty one. 
I'm the insecure, overweight one. I'm the skinny one who has the same issues as the overweight one. You know, it, uh, you know, it should have very been. Uh, yeah, I'm the dark skinned one who's been um, bullied for being too dark. And so that we'd be able to see the vulnerability in the human side of these lot. But this was just one massive fair and lovely ad. They had put in a lot of pink hue in the camera fucking lens or post-production. And it was like, oh my God, fab hot. Yeah, like, let's get a plane. And like, is there any other way to do shopping other than in a Rolls Royce? I'm like, Yes. It was, yes, there is it was Margaret, too much. And you know what? Let's put it bottom line. We got bored. So yeah, I posted out and asked people what they were thinking of it. Oh, I, I, I will I, watch the rest of it. <laughs> and a few people, <laughs> a few, will. a few people replied saying, "Yeah, it was shit. It's terrible. It's just appalling." Some people were like, "Oh my god, it's so good." After after episode four or after, after episode three. But babe, you know what I'm like. I can't stick to something if I don't initially like it because yeah. I can't, I personally can't waste my time like that. I, I can't do it. I can't be like, I'm not that girl that's like, wait till season three, it gets good. And I'm like, no, I'm not waiting till season three. I'll watch reruns of Drag Race. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like, also, I think I'm probably just jealous that I don't have their lives. Also, like, Junkie Pandey was in it, which was cool. Like, I think he was a big actor in the 90s and then not really seen much of him, but everyone like knows of him. It's like, I don't even. I can't even compare to I, anyone here. It's like it's like you know, uh, Jude Law if he was famous in the eighties. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh okay cool. So yeah, but his daughter is like hot property right now. She was the one who was embroiled in the Beyonce controversy. Oh. It was that song. Okay, yeah. okay, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And also, like, I feel. Like it was just It's dated. The whole the yeah, show is actually dated. It was really dated. That, the, even the fashion the, and that the, the way, way it was. Yeah, that way of operating and being is dated on many levels. And I'm just gonna quickly break it down for y'all, right? Okay. Those people who have an Indian accent but try to move away from it in order to sound more progressive and start rolling their R's and sound more American, like, oh my God, like yeah, oh my God, like the auto, he was totally, yeah. Like, when you do that, that's what people used to do in order to appease American or um, American people or, you know, try to sound more international or, you know, uh, some of the people like, I think it was Neelam, like she has a British twang to her accent, which is fine. She may have gone to a British school or something, but it just doesn't come across as well. It reminds me of the Coopers in Goodness Gracious Me. <laughs> do you remember? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It's yes. like, oh, we go golfing and blah. And it's like these days, everyone. Oh my God. I'm shook. This it, actually is oh my god they're not owning their culture they're no, not owning they're not. who they are and they're that's terrible especially in 2020 it's like they're sick of their 5,000 year old heritage and now they want to go and find something else in Paris and it's really uncomfortable to watch because it's like yeah Paris like oh my god I'm here and it's gorgeous and I'm like it's raining and it's cloudy bitch and it's you not know, gorgeous. We've and been. it's not gorgeous it's a metal frame that you climb up and it's only good nice to look at at night Okay. And also on top of that, you're like, oh yeah, please. Can I get some mussels? And like, yeah, we'll look at Ferris and the Eiffel Tower and we'll eat the mussels. But you don't know how to fucking eat them. And it's really awkward <laughs> when you're like, how do we crack them open? Listen, you should have just ordered some roti salon and everyone would have been happy. That's ex- Do you know what? Everywhere we go, we order roti salon, don't we? Yeah, we love an Indian curry. We do it. But do you know what's so funny, babe? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just have a lot of emotions. Oh my God. Right. He was like, I'm not really bothered about talking about this. Like, I, I just, yeah, it wasn't that good, but that's it. And then this bitch over here is like, well, I'm going to give you a history lesson. I'm going to tell you everything I know. This is what they're about. And I hate them all. And I'm jealous and I hate them and this and that. Babe, are you okay? I am. So um... I know it's a pandemic and it's hard. Yeah, I... <laughs> and Bollywood lives, lives, whatever was going to help us all, and yeah, it was very, very disappointing. And ah, uh, yeah, keeping up with the Kardashians is way better. Oh, keeping up with the Kardashians are like we are deluded, and we own it. Like they are—they're not trying to be anyone, anyone else apart from themselves, and also. Like and, and and themselves are completely plastic. Yeah, and that that's the thing. I'm so glad you said that because some people will be like, "Well, they're not being themselves." Well, that is them. Yeah, like plastic fantastic. Kim Kardashian is like 
okay, we're going to play tennis because I've really got some emotional feelings that I need to talk about that can only be resolved on a tennis court. And then we're going to have a meeting with Glad so we get like my stepfather's pronouns correct. And then I'm going to get a butt lift. And then I'm going to go back to my home, which is completely white so that I don't have to deal with paparazzi. Like that's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that, that's... <laughs> I'm screaming <laughs> so fucking hard right now. I love it. I'm so living good. for this. You're truly serving the gears because this episode is what? John Mary Chan. Yeah, it is I called For the Gays. Yeah, this episode is called For the Gays. Okay, babe. Rant over. Let's okay. reel it in. She popped off. She's... Welcome, welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the podcast, everyone. My name is Amir, as you guys heard. The earlier. mad one. The mad one, yeah. And my name is Amir, the calm one for now, for once. Also, I do actually say yeah <laughs> in my normal life. So I'm not doing it to take the piss. I always say yeah. I'm always like, yeah. If you haven't learned anything about Amri yet, he's a hypocrite. Yeah. So that that's what he is. And yeah, that's who he is. So yeah, this episode's for the gears now. Babe, this year's been a mess, hasn't it? Ooh, just a little. Like, just a little bit. It's been a pandemic. It's been terrible. And there's been ups and downs. And it's been shit. Let's just be honest, everyone. Like, wow. What the fuck, man? What happened? Like, right. Let's not try to get into it. Because once you start deeping it, it's really difficult. Yeah. Look so at it's, it's a hole. Look at pictures of 2019. And I'm literally like, where did it go all wrong? Literally. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where. And there's been one saving grace of this year, hasn't there, though, babe? Mm-hmm. What has that been? Me. Well, not you. I think the music. Now, the music. Oh, my God. The music has really saved us this year. The In all genres, it saved us. But today, we're going to talk about the girls. The girls came hard this year, babe. Yeah. Like, did. I did not see that coming at all. The pop queens really did save the, us this year. Girl, the pop queens, the R&B queens, the hip-hop queens, they really came hard this year. And they really started. Do you know, fun fact, right? And I read this the other day on Twitter. So fun. Pussycat Dolls React was this year. Uh, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to um, some old mixes from, um, you know, the Alphabet radio show that we have. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Ryan Lange's mixes. Yeah. And uh, it, it, he had done React. He had used that as part of the mix. And I was like, why is he choosing an old song? And, and like, how old is this mix? And then I looked and it was April of 2020. April, like, but she got dolls. React was this year. We didn't get the album. We didn't get the tour. Well, hold but React up. was this year. Hold up, you mean Nicole Scherzinger's song "React," backed up by back up vocals by the rest of the Pussycat Dolls. Was Nicole this year. Scherzinger featuring the Dolls. That video of when she's like, "Does anyone react?" And then the camera pans, and all the girls are going. Oh we God. we it's used to so play good. that song and we used to wait for that moment to come <laughs> and go. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh my God. Fun times. Yeah, that was this year, canceled. believe it or not. And we were like, yes, React is here. We've got Dua Lipa's physical. Oh my God, Gaga's going to come. Everything's going to be perfect. Here's a pandemic, but they still came through for us. Now, we're going to talk about a few of the albums and mm. there's plenty to talk about. I do want a solid mention to an album that I haven't listened to enough though. Okay. And I do want to mention Fleur East. Fleur East had an album. Yeah, she had an album called Feel Us. And the reason why I want to mention Fleur East is... What? It's called Feel Us. Feel Us. Oh, Feel Us. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like Feel Us (laughs) or Feel Us. (laughs) No. I was like, Fleur. Girl. Fleur, darling. We need to talk. Okay. The reason I'm saying that because we... I'm saying we really liked her first album, didn't we? Yes. Oh, I think I remember her second album. Really? You played it briefly. This year. Yeah, but I didn't get into it enough because there was too many albums coming out this year. I didn't. I wasn't a massive fan of her first album. Oh, this is really uncomfortable. Why? Because remember when you moved out and I kept playing the album and everything? No, okay. I did. I like some of the songs. Like, I love Gold Watch. Yeah. Oh, Gold, Gold Watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> I love Breakfast and More and More. Breakfast is all right. Okay. Yeah, so I really want to listen to that, and it's on my list. And I do want to mention, and I'm not here for this artist for me, Selena Gomez is rare did well this year, didn't it? Like, it was um, received really well. Apparently, it was a good album. Uh, do you know what? I really like Selena Gomez's music. I think you should go for it with her. I love Same Old Love. I, I just don't understand, like, um, the thing and where she, like, how she's got so popular. <laughs> 
I love I Can't Believe Enough. I love Back to You. I love, oh, where are all these names coming from out your head? Oh, my fucking phone, you bitch. <laughs> and Taki Taki, Taki Taki Rumba, which isn't her song, but I love her line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what she's saying, but it's very sultry. She's like, I'm a siesta. Do you know what? That's enough from Selena Gomez. Mm. We're going to get onto the meaty courses now. Mm-hmm. Chromatica. Now, let's talk about how this actually began this year for us, babe, because we heard a clip of, um, we, are, we had I Stupid Love. I don't want to talk oh, about it. Oh, do you not? It's too emotional. We had, can you, can, this is, he needs to talk about this. It was an emotional time for him. It's Amir and Babylon. This is the story of Amir, Dean and Babylon. This is a story of when I was disappointed by the entertainment industry yet again, which is um, a reoccurring theme. <laughs> Go on. Basically right, guys. <laughs> I'm just, it's not, it's funny reminiscing this time because you were so hurt. I was, right, okay. I love house music, right? It was Twitter and we were playing Babylon clips of this song that was mixed with two other songs. And it sounded like a house bop. People were playing clips of like Studio 54 dances and stuff and saying that this is the Gaga Babylon clip, right? And I'm sorry, but the songs that it was overlaid with, they're they're like old. They're like 10 years old. So there's no way that it it was like a coincidence that this happened or anything. Like this was, in my opinion, going to be a legit thing that Gaga just didn't get rights for, right? And then I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the anthem of the nations, of the free world and everything. This is going to be amazing. And everyone was creaming their pants over it on Twitter. Then um, me and Amir were in uh, York. We were in the York Moors. We were walking. Yorkshire Dales? No, not Yorkshire Dales. It was York Moors. Oh, somewhere then. York. We were in a, there were York Moors. Oh, are they in York, though? Yeah, probably. We weren't in York, though. Well, okay. Oh, my God. There were moors. Okay, we were at some moors. There were some moors. Were York, Google it. I don't, I don't care. It's York moors, whatever. Are you sure you don't care, bitch? Because you just interrupted my story <laughs> listen, for half a year. Listen, right. this song was meant to be epic. Amory was dying and gagging for it. We were on the moors and we had found a leak. The entire album had leaked. And I was like, I don't care for a single song. Play motherfucking Babylon. And what was it? What was it? Not what was on Twitter. The song obviously didn't get the licensing rights for the songs that it was overlaid with. And therefore, we got the Babylon version that we have now, which I'm very, very happy about because it's still a good song. But the, levels, Madonna Vogue. the levels of disappointment. Oh, yeah, it is. It is and we stand. It is Madonna's Vogue, 100%. And we live. He was really disappointed. We were on this walk, this big trek, and he was like visibly upset. I was devastated. <laughs> like, he was sat on the bench and he was like, he's like, I feel like... I just put so much into this song and I didn't get it. I threw <laughs> I'm not my, laughing, but you threw a tantrum. I threw my toys out of the pram. I was like, I don't want to listen to the rest of the album. It's shit. Cut to, <laughs> cut to the same day, the same evening, him in heels, strutting across our flat, listening to Babylon. <laughs> yeah, cut to Chromatica 2 into 911, me following Very that. But also like... I, 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 you know, he was upset, so I wanted to make him happy. So I found the actual um, house song for you, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I've still got it on my phone. So I knew that made you happy. But I am going to, I am going to interrupt you at some point whilst you're talking and um, play that clip. Okay. So cut you. Yeah, the album came out. And the thing is, we were huge fans of Joanne, weren't we? The album Joanne. Do you know what? It's her best work. There you go. Like, we were huge fans of Joanne. For you, it's her best work. Watch the phone, the listeners and followers drop now. No, that's for you. My bonus is my favorite. But we were huge fans. So when people were like, it's a comeback. And it's just, I'm like, girl, she's been doing bits in films and Oscars and Grammys and everything for years. There's no comeback here. She's a super megastar, except it, it's done. You guys know what Babylon sounds like, right? You guys have heard it a million times. This is what it was supposed to sound like. R.I.P. It would have been so good. How good. Okay, we haven't got the rights, so. Nobody has the rights. <laughs> That's okay. the reason why it wasn't released, it, bitch. It, 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 Yeah, it would have been epic. 
Like, it really would have been. But you know what? When the club's open, we're going Chromatica and we're going to get it. Yeah. Literally. But yeah, so the album came out. It was absolutely brilliant, babe. It was a stellar pop album. It was amazing. It was a solid pop album. We were living, we were getting back to these three-minute songs mm. as well, which was what it was, what it was about. Not these ridiculously long albums. And I just love it. Now, for you, what are your favorite songs on the album? My name isn't Alice. But I keep looking, I keep looking for Pakistan, <laughs> Pakistan. Yeah, I love Alice. Sorry about that noise. It's fine. Uh, I love Alice. I love 911. I love Chromatica 2. <laughs> into 911. Into 911. I like Chromatica 3. Babylon, reluctantly. <laughs> um, Enigma is good as well. And then there's some songs which I distinctly don't like. Oh, okay. Like, I don't like the Elton John one. Okay, that's fine. Same I don't think he belongs on a Gaga album. Personally. That's why I would disagree, because he's an icon. Yeah, I know. But, like, I just wasn't ready for it. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? You're one of those gays? I wasn't prepared. See, I remember, you know, Chromatica 2. Every time you say that, I always imagine us in the car, pretend we're having a car crash. Which we didn't do. Like, it's really bad saying that. Yeah, you know what but, I mean? But everyone does it. Even during the elections, they were like, oh my God, do you see Wisconsin just chromatica Like, they thought it was going to be a red state and it just chromatica into blue. It was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, I, I love the album. I love Rain, Rain On Me. was such a great song to release. I her hate Ari. the fact that I like that song so much. Why, though? Because, like... It's not like a hidden gem within the album. It is the... The single. The single. And but like... Good. I do sometimes like singles, but I like, you know, digging and finding my own stuff and whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's a single and it's such a good song. I love how you're like, I'm going to dig and find my own stuff that everyone else is also listening to. <laughs> you don't know me. Um, Enigma's my favorite, though. For is me, it? yeah, you know this girl. Ignis is my favorite. I love Babylon. I love a replay. Oh my god, you can just replay that again and again and again. Open mind. And I love Free Woman, but I do like the demo version of Free Woman even more. God, honestly, this is another one, isn't it? <laughs> it's really traumatica, isn't it? Chromatica oh. is turning into traumatica. It is traumatica. I, and in the middle of a pandemic, like Gaga did us good and dirty at the same time. She really did. Like, honestly, she proper dom topped us. Honestly, very that. Like, I, I she feel, gave us it good and then did not call us back the next day. Very, very that. But do you know what? Props to you, Gaga. And Chromatica Ball, we'll see you. Um, ratings out of 10 for the album, babe. Oh, 10. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> you just said there's some songs you don't like. <laughs> I'm one of those people who doesn't understand how ratings By the way, work. we've got other albums coming up. So yeah, you're giving this one a solid 10. Like the best album of the year, 10. Well, I wouldn't say it's best album of the year, but like I give it ten. Okay, then that's interesting. I'm very liberal with like you know giving awards out and stuff. He, yeah, he's really easy. When we do toot and boot for drag race, it's like mega shoe. Everyone's a fucking mega shoe. Literally, yeah. everyone come out in the bin bag, mega shoe. Yeah, Chromatic is a great album. I would say it deserves a ten. Also, like, but how just... can I'm going to interrupt you? Okay, how can you give a ten to an album where you still skip songs? Well, because it's my prerogative. Yeah, but for me, it's got to be a no-skip album for 10. Oh, but like, then I probably don't like any album ever. No, but it means you can still rate them, but not out of 10. 10's a big one to give. 10's like, it's going to be one of your favourite albums of all time. Basically, you want to save the 10 for Doer's album, don't Why you? Why are you ruining things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to give it that. Do you know what, though? Maybe I'm not going to give a 10 out to anyone. Doer's album, I don't skip a single song. Okay, brilliant. Let's not talk about that yet. You're ruining the episode. But you interrupted me, so I ruined yeah, but okay, the Yeah, okay, fine. Then. I, you, You've given Chromatica a 10, yeah? Is that you, your final answer? You interrupted me? Is that your final answer? You Is that your final answer? You, <laughs> you interrupt me, I ruin episode. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Um, final, um, <laughs> 10 out of 10, your final answer. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it a sensible... <laughs> I'm not doing a jujube here. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a sensible eight. I think I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, a sensible eight. I was going to go 7.5 because I was going to be really harsh. No, I'm going to say seven. But an eight because I'm trying to look at the impact of video. I'm trying to look at the impact of the album, the timing, the single releases. However, where the fuck has she gone with it? Well, where's her next singles? What's happening? Well, if conspiracy videos are to be believed, mm -hmm. which they are, because hello, it's 2020. Every conspiracy theory that you read is true. Um... The next single is supposed to be signed from above um, because the 911 video lends itself to it. Like at the end of it, like it, the camera pans up or something and that indicates that it's signed from above. Very that. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've realized that we can talk for one album for a long time. So I'm going to pick just a few albums to talk about here. Yeah. And I'll give some special mentions to some. We've been talking for over 20 minutes. (laughs) Okay. So special mentions before I go to the next big one. I want to give a special mention. This is a big one for me. Um, Rina... Um, Rina Sawayama because that album is incredible and you need to listen to it more it's a fantastic album she deserves accolades and awards I know there's some issues around her and her awards and the drama but fuck me she's fantastic she's absolutely fantastic and again I'd rate that album quite highly again I'd, I'd give it a solid 8 I have no idea who that person um, is I've played you her recent single the Lucid one Oh, and you, you thought heard it was a her pop. album? Yeah, her album's amazing. I played it in the background before, and you're like, oh, this is interesting. It has loads of different... It has influences from pop to, like, new metal. Oh. It's very, very interesting. Hayley Williams also released an album this year. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, the tennis player. No, Hayley Williams, Paramount. That was a very, very good album, and thank you very much for that. Chloe, Chloe and Halle um, released Ungodly Hour, which is a fantastic R&B album. Well done to you. Props to you, Mama. There's a few more I need to listen to, but listen, we have to go to What Happened Straight After Chromatica. Before we do that, I what? also want to give a special mention to Aya Nakamura, who did Oh Jaja. Was that this year? But I want to give her a special mention to her album called Nakamura in 2018. Oh my God, you're such a dick. <laughs> I did. I discovered it this year and it was really good. Yeah, it saved his life. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Um, we've got to mention something really special now. We've got to talk about this. Okay. Future Nostalgia. Stop. Do you know what? I can't, I can't deal. I can't deal. I can't deal. It was a moment. It was. Everything was so special and spectacular. Now, I'm a Dua Lipa fan anyway, and I saw you, and I really liked her first album. My twin. You know, solid album. I was like, yes, this is a pop star. She's fab, blah, blah, blah. I did not see what was coming. She's got a fantastic team around her. They know what they're doing. The whole launch from Don't Start Now to Physical to the album to even Studio of 2054, which we tuned into. What did I say when it came out and we first heard it? What did I say? What what did I say? I'm scared. What did you say? I said, this is Confessions on a Dance Floor. Oh, you stole that from me, bitch. <gasps> I said this is one of the three best pop um, albums to come out in the last 20 years Madonna Confessions on the Dance Floor Katy Perry Teenage Dream and Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia I stole nothing from you I said this is like Confessions on a Dance Floor this is her Confessions on a Dance Floor it's a game changer album that is what I said I don't care about what you okay, said okay I'll, ta- I'll take that then you said it's her Confessions I don't think it's her Confessions on a Dance Floor yeah you better take Madonna it because Madonna didn't need a game changer album but then like Madonna's every single no, album no. has been a game changer. She well, reincarnates herself all the time. We know, we know this anyway, babe. Let's not get into the frivolous detail of this situation. But I did say it is like one of the best albums of the last 20 years in the sphere of what we're talking about. Yeah, everyone in this room doesn't remember you saying that. Yet what I Mr. said... Miss Lama's there and she knows. Yeah, what I said, people can remember. Right, what are people gonna be, who are people going to believe when it comes to this kind of stuff? You or me? Me. Oh, really? Okay, so guys, can you DM us, comment who you're believing? Excuse me, you're fake news. You're fake news. Me. Okay, anyway, we both said what we said then, yeah? Okay. Can we agree on that? The mistakes were made on your side. No, mistakes were made on no side. I said that, and what you said was different to what I said, in a way. Okay, babe, I love you, but, like, it does have confessions uh, on a dance floor vibe. Oh, of course it. it does. But can we just talk about Dua Lipa and Future Nostalgia and what okay. the fuck happened? Yeah. Because that album leveled up the whole game, everything in the world. I was shook. Every single song is solid. Mm. It is. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps now. Still, babe. It's it's a very good song. I mean, <laughs> sorry, it's a very good album. Like every I, every single song is. It is fantastic. What what were you? Do you know when you first heard the album? What were you? What were going through your head? Well, didn't we all listen to it together? Didn't we do an Instagram live? Yeah, um, we went we went live we went live with a friend, but we listened to it before that, obviously. Yeah. Like, but what were you thinking the first day it was I, out? I, I did not see it coming. I mean neither. And I, I was like, I was very excited because Don't Start Now was really good. Physical was really good. 
And then we heard it at you know, Future Nostalgia, and I was like, oh, this is this is good, but like, is it gonna be that bitch? I think Dua Lipa's gonna look back at this time, and Future Nostalgia is always gonna be that baby for her that changed, that made her, it made her just not like another pop star. It launched her to the stratosphere of being one of the leading pop stars in the world, being that bitch. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. I mean, Every single song is such is such a bop. I mean, some of my favorites. Physical for many reasons, and it and it's reminiscent of of some great times that we've had. Uh, well, not in that way, but like as in you know, just when, <laughs> when, when we when we play the song. I don't know where Shut I'm up. going with that. Um, uh, hallucinate, I love. Um, Love Again was my favorite for a long time, but I think now it's physical. Uh, and also, I was gagged at Boys Will Be Boys. Yes, yeah, same. What an anthem. And, like, the lyrics are just so good. Like, so, so good. Like, I don't I don't know. It's such an empowering song, and it's just such a true song. I think it captures the sentiment of so many girls out there who feel a certain way and who thrive and excel. And I'm like, do you know what? More power to you all. Of course. Mm. And also, like, my favorite is Pretty Please. Like, I... I have really weird moments. Amory knows this. Really weird moments with songs where I like certain nuances so much and certain bits. And it's like when the little bit plays, and I'm like everything. My body just goes. And I'm like, oh, this is just so. Why am I caressing the chair? <laughs> I have no idea. And um, you're getting physical with the chair. No, and I'm just like. It's incredible. Pretty Please is incredible. Hallucinate. Love Again. Breaking Heart. Every single song is incredible. It's a no skip. It still sounds brilliant to this day. It's going to be that album, Gears, where when we're 18, we look back and we talk to the young Gears. We're like, this is the album you need to listen to because this was a game changer. It saved. Future Nostalgia really saved this year. It's like what the gays say to us when they're like, oh, you don't know what Judy did. You're my best Judy. You don't know what Dua did. Yeah, you don't know what Liza did. You don't know what Dua Lipa did. You do not know what... Do- oh my God, I just compared Dua I know. Lipa to Julie Garland. Like, there's not, you can't compare. It's like They're not the same or anything. <laughs> you know what? You're so dumb. A star is you. born again. But yeah, I, I could literally talk about this all day. We we did a lot on it on the podcast in our story as well. We were obsessed. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite if you have to name one song on there? I tell you what... Um, when the radio show starts again, we should do like um, uh, a Dua Lipa listening um, show. I'm down. That'd be so good. But we just play the entire album. No, yeah, why not? Just <laughs> Forget about us. Just play the album. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the You Don't Love Me um, Boys radio show. And I'm your host, Amir. My husband's here, Amir. And we're we, going to play uh, Hit Play. We're going to play Future Nostalgia. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> That'd be so good. But honestly... Um, the clubs have to do Future Nostalgia Nights next year as well, the Chromatica Nights. We need it. And it's so apt that it's called Future Nostalgia because we can continue it forever. What's your favourite one song though, babe? One song. Well, I, as I was saying, it's difficult to say, but I think physical because I've got so many good memories attached to it. Oh, I thought you were going to say Love Again. Well, that's what I was saying earlier, that it was. I'm putting pressure on that. And then it was difficult. And then uh, physical is just, yeah. I mean, it's just such, such a me song. But um, I think... Also, what was great to see was the Studio Future 2054 thing. Yeah, great. Don't ask me what my favourite song is then. I knew you were waiting for it, weren't you? Yeah. Babe, what is your favourite song? You know what it is, don't you? Yeah. Let's say it together. One, One two, two, three. three. You should know. <laughs> I just said it. Recently, and like, girl, it's the one song I Levitating. love. Levitating. No, you bitch. Pretty please. <laughs> I know. It was only teasing. Studio 54 was, 2054 no was phenomenal. It was really, really good. Oh, it made me miss concerts and clubs, and it's a game changer. It was very well put together. And obviously, Dua Lipa, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Dua. What are you doing with your life, girl? But yeah, um, ratings out of 10 for the album, babe. <sighs> Just so I go first. Um, do that again. Teen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, it's a 10 on 10 album. Girl, it's 10s across the board, 10 out of 10. There's no wiggle room. It's a perfection of an album. It's fit for purpose. Let's not talk about the remix album that came out. Girl, do you know what? That was good when we when you play it in a club, though. Oh, is it? Like, we went not been, been to a club, but it's good for a club. Oh, my God. I used to go to a club so bad. Girl, we need to listen to Future Nostalgia and Chromatica. Now... 
other pop girlies released albums this year, you know, mm. such as Taylor Swift released Folklore. And we're not into Taylor Swift, but good for you. Poor Taylor Swift. I read upon what's going on with her mm. catalogue of songs and stuff. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's horrible what they're doing to that girl. And I say girl because they or girl, woman, whatever, because that's I'd the like, reason they're doing I'd like, it. I'd like to see them doing that to fucking Tom Jones or something. Yeah, oh, it wouldn't happen to a guy. It just it's, wouldn't fucking it's just, happen. It's, you don't have to be a fan of someone's music yeah, like, to say you something have, disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like, country singers are like gods in America. And, like, I can't see this sort of shit happening to some of the other singers. And, like, I can't believe she's having to redo record her songs because they just won't give her her own music. And it's like... And she writes a lot of her own stuff as well. Well, yeah, she she's a singer-songwriter. Boots like, the house down. Uh, very talented. I mean, yeah, as I say, like, I'm not... Not your cup uh, of tea, but you can appreciate the talent. I'm not a prepubescent girl. I don't like her music as a result. Like, I, not I don't like her music. I just don't listen to it because it just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't resonate with me. But, like, that's not to say that she's not a great artist. And she really just put on a show. I I, I did like the, ooh, look what you made me, me do. do. Look do what you, what mean? you made me do. And she was in a bathtub full of diamonds. That was amazing. But like, I can't I can't believe what they've done to her. That's so sad. But it's, yeah, did her album do well? Oh, of course it did. It's Taylor Swift. She's one of the big best-selling artists in the world. Mm, like, she yeah, she 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 always does well. She has her solid fan base. She's a girl next door, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She's, so she's an American she's sweetheart. Fab. I do want to talk about an album that... I feel like many people won't have listened to or might not have given a shot because the last few albums from this artist weren't that brilliant in my opinion. But Katy Perry Smile. Pause for a second. You know how you said I'm a ho- uh, hypocrite? Yeah. I love how I said, oh, I don't resonate with Taylor Swift because I'm not a prepubescent girl. Well, what the fuck am I doing with Dua? <laughs> I, what are you doing with all these songs, babe? <laughs> yeah, it's the gays and the girls are together. Yeah. I'm is. glad you said it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but Katy Perry Smile, whoa. Where the fuck <laughs> did that album come from? A dark place, I'm telling you. It's such a good album. It's fantastic. Like, you and I, I, riding Harleys in Hawaii. Why, I, I I know hula hula. Anyway, that's a really really good song. So like, what and happened? A really really good album. Like, like, I saw it was another short album, thirty seven minutes, twelve songs. I was like, work three minute songs again. We loving that this year. And I started listening to it. I thought, you know what? What else have we got to do in lockdown? Let me give it a chance. And then I said to Amory, her album's really good. Like the last few, I haven't really liked too much since Teenage Dream. And he was like, is it actually? And then he played it literally once, and he was like, oh my god, babe, this is a really good pop album. Mm. Like it's a solid pop album. It is. It is. She's done very, very well with it. Uh, what's it about? Is it was she depressed or something? Yeah. So it's about her um, when she went through her depression, dark phases. So like when you talk about you know never really over, like you know just get the you know champagne popping and not the end of the world, just smile, champagne problems. I love I love daisies. That's a really really good song. I love daisies. I love cry about it later. I love teary eyes. It's really good. <gasps> cry about it later. I cry about it later. Tonight I'm having fun. Tonight I'm having fun. Like honestly, it's literally lyrical genius. Yeah. And Move only, over Beatles. Only love and what makes a woman is a very good song as well. It ends on a very strong song. It's it. I don't think maybe because she um, was pregnant this year and had a baby. The, I think the it whole, was it postnatal the, depression. Yeah, everything there was not. Oh, what what was her album? Was it not? No, but she had a baby when she released it. Her oh, baby. I thought it was about like her being depressed after having a baby. No, 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 no. Or was it before? Like, or maybe she was depressed while she was pregnant or something. Maybe, or maybe she was just depressed because we're humans on this planet and this and shit. Yeah, going on. Yeah, but even even before that, come on, she's yeah. living in this shitty place. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's, it's strong because it's like you know, I'm depressed, I'm tired and stuff, but tonight I just want to forget about it. Yeah, so I'll cry about it later. Like it'll happen. It's like it's ooh. really relatable ooh. to us as humans. Like you know what, we're going through shit, but let's just have a night off and let's have a good time and let's worry about this shit later. And then you worry about it and it builds up and you cry more. But <laughs> I always go there, don't I? But um, yeah, I, I'm very impressed with this album. Anyone listen, if you haven't heard Kate Perry Smile, please do give it a chance because we come from your place. We gave it a chance. And yeah, I'm did. not going to lie. It is one one of my favorite albums of this year. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't listened to it enough. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those uh, albums that you can listen to a lot. Yeah, very, very tired that. of it. Yeah. Very that. So what would you, um, have you got any favorite songs from there? You've mentioned quite a lot, actually. Yeah, I, I love um, Cry About It Later. Um, I love Hawaii. That's your fave, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Daisies. Daisies. Yeah. And out of 10, what would you give it? I'd give it a solid nine. Oh, more than Chromatica. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm struggling here because... Is it, do you know what, though? I, I think I want to give it a solid eight again because I'm, like, scared to go there. Yeah, I know. Like, don't be afraid because, you know, she's Katy Perry. Like, you can do it. You can give her a 10 if you want to. I can't. Even though she's Katy Perry. I'm not going to give her I'm a joking. 10. joking. No one's yeah. moving past that eight apart from Dua Lipa right now. I, what What is the gay status on Katy Perry? Like, do we like her? Do we not like her? I, I don't know whether... I think the gays are very that... At the moment. Perry, yeah. yeah, just there. I th- sometimes I feel like the gears can't take too much on. I gotta be honest though, I feel like at one point she was trying too hard. Yeah. And like, I feel like this is a really honest piece of work that she's put out there. It has a like, lot of heart. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I connect with you now. Yeah, I didn't like some of the areas where she was doing, I don't know. The album was, before was, that was not. I wasn't feeling some no. of the stuff, to be honest. This, no. this, is, this is her, she's a good pop. Do you know what? I think we're sort of realizing this year, especially, because I think there was some snobbery um, building up to this year towards pop music. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's like lower tier. And like people are realizing, actually, pop music is just as valid genre as anything else. And being a pop star is a great thing to be. Very and true. And pop music is fab. Agreed. Agreed. Fantastic. Okay, let's move on to recently Ariana Grande positions. Sent you to me. So yeah, we loved that, that single. That was an accurate rendition of um, Ariana Grande's <laughs> diction. diction. <laughs> and you know what? We were just talking to our friend the other day, and we were like, you know what? She doesn't pronounce it, doesn't enunciate, but we stand and we live every single time. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Why are you smiling? You don't know me. Anyway, I don't know. But um, you had a very different journey with this album than I had, didn't you? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. And then what happened? Well, if I'm honest with you, I haven't heard it much yeah. at all. I like I've heard it. I think like from start to finish, I've heard it with you. And there are some albums that sound better in the car when I'm driving with you. Like to be fair, most of the albums you listen to with me anyway. Yeah, I think so. well, Western music anyway. Yeah, but, like I love Positions. I think it started on such a high. Also cut to me being a hypocrite again you know when i said that like oh I'm, i hate it when i like singles yeah but like every single one i love the fact that i like the single in this album uh-huh. <laughs> positions were so good and i've we've done the whole debunking of it before anyway um really great album really really good really smart blah 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 loved the video loved all of that jazz uh the 69 song 34 plus 35 cute a bit too literal in terms of sex which again, hypocritical. Sometimes I like it. Oh yeah, wap fucking love that. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> you know what this, I love? Do you know like, what I love? With, with this one, I'm like, oh. Do you know what I love? How much you just admit that you've been a hypocrite? Oh, no. I, I stand how much you admit that you've been a hypocrite. Yeah, I'm a complete hippo. But you know, it just oh, it didn't do it for me. Let me look at the album listing actually whilst you talk. You know, this is interesting because I um. It was obvious that Ariana was going to go more in this direction because her last album, obviously, Thank You Next, was moving towards this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And people just want a bop and a bop and a bop and an interview. And I'm like, I really like her whole cohesive um, piece of work. Wait, this is your favorite album of hers, isn't it? Let me get there. Mm. I'm obsessed with having a cohesive piece of work. Mm. And this is an stunning cohesive piece of work. Lyrics are... uh, some of them are beautiful on this album. Right. When, you know, Safety Net and when she talks about like, will she ever love again and all that kind of stuff. Uh, her, the musicality, her, her singing is phenomenal. The whistle tones, everything. Just, it's put together so well. And I was reading an article about people producing passion projects this year because of lockdown. Mm. And it does feel that way with a lot of artists, doesn't it? Even outside of the girlies that we're talking about. Yeah. People are releasing, and I'm talking about rock and hip hop and R&B, like people are releasing it's like different things. It's their passion, it's their project. Like Mariah was like, I'm going to do something very passionate and different this year. And she's releasing another Christmas song. <laughs> well, no. For her thing that she did, she did the Rarities, didn't she, album? Where she brought out all these songs that have been like lost over time that are rare. Oh, did she? Yeah, and we've heard before, didn't quite get get to. How about you get the fuck out? And so yeah, Ariana um, on West Side, and oh, it's just I this album silk to my ears. It makes me feel something. I adore this album. Oh, we both we're both hardcore Ariana Grande fans. Yeah, we are. I mean, point of view is nice. Uh, my hair, I think I like. Um, the 69 song is okay. Um, Positions is my favorite, but I, hmm. I no. love Motive so much. I love um, Safety Net. I love my hair, Nasty West Side, Love Language Positions. 
That's pretty much the entire album. I just, I just love it so much. It is just a phenomenal piece of work. It's like when I always say Gaga's Born This Way is my favorite album. It's because it's a cohesive album together. Yeah. You know, it's a cohesive body of work. This is the most cohesive body of work Ariana Grande has released. What do you think of the music videos? Um, Positions is phenomenal. I love 34, 35 so much as well. I think, I think they're great. Hmm. So out of 10, what would you rate it? And, the, and now we're looking at the newer albums, so we haven't had as much time to digest these ones that we're going to talk about now. In the words of Pooh from Kabihushi Kabugam, not applicable. Minus. <sighs> now what are you giving it? I, I don't think I should rate it. Have you not listened to it enough to rate it? I, I'm too emotionally raw from Babylon. Oh <laughs> my God. Okay then. I'm... See. Ooh. It's somewhere between an eight and nine for me, I think. Oh, maybe really? a nine. I thought it'd be higher. Maybe a nine, a solid nine. Yeah. I think it's a phenomenal body of work. It's a phenomenal album. Well done for your passion project. I'm looking forward to seeing what more she does and where this takes her because you could see this going from the Thank You Next album, you know? I'll give it a four. Really? Mm. Why? What's your favorite album from her? Um, it's a toss-up between the last two that she did. See, Sweetener was good. But like there was really? some, there was some like uh, songs that I wouldn't go back to and listen to again and again on there. I think uh, probably uh, Dangerous Woman was a great album. Oh, Dangerous Woman was a great pop album. Yeah, I think I think Dangerous Woman is still my favorite album of hers. I love Thank You Next. I think Thank You Next has got some really great songs like Makeup, um, Seven Rings, Thank You Next, Break Up with Your Girlfriend, Needy, Bloodline. Bad idea. I think they're such good songs. And on Sweetener, um, Raindrops is good. God is a Woman, uh, Breathing, No Tears Left to Cry, um, Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. See, this, this is the thing. The that Light like... is Coming. It's this, such good songs. So I, I actually, I would say my favorite album is Dangerous Woman, followed by Thank You Next. See, the thing is, like, when you want to look back to Sweetener, like, Blazed and The Light Is Coming I think are like weaker songs and like Sweetener and Successful again are weaker songs and Better Off and Good Night and Go and Pete Davidson again are weaker songs and Borderline's a weaker song mm. from her like they are weaker songs from her how does it feel babe like having wrong opinions no it's not wrong opinions like we have different opinions and that's fine I just found them weaker songs and I love Ariana Grande mm. so yeah that's Positions I don't know. I think we've talked about very few albums in depth. Yeah, it's like... And it's fine. So let's do some um, special mentions to some albums. Side note, I've really fallen in love with 90s and 2000s Bollywood all over again. That's fab. Since last week. Good for you. So anywho, back to the episode. Yeah, go on. Um, I'm just going to do some special mentions. Callum and Nug's Disco. Which, I'm just quick well, special Well, well, well. Oh, fuck off. Just Look because I d- who came crawling all Listen. the way back with his tail hanging between his legs. No one's coming crawling it's back. It's the Kylie hater. <laughs> He's got fists. Don't be mean so to me. Cute. I don't like it. Okay, well. Why do you tell the real tea? What happened was her last album, I didn't, I didn't particularly like it. Armory pretended that he liked it. And, I liked it. Well, that one time, you don't drink anymore, but you got drunk and you told me, my friend, that you didn't really like it that much. That's because you and our other mutual friend was... Please don't play it. Pressure- I'm not going to, but you lot were pressurizing me to say something nasty because both of you hated it and you were like, oh, your album, your opinions are wrong. So I said it just to please you guys. It was under peer pressure. No lies. But Lies and Nelly lies. Right. He barely listened to it. Dancing, I love. Stop Me From Falling, I love. Golden, I love. You can't say this without actually getting the album up. Shelby 68, Radio On is such a good song. No, but that, do you know what? Let's skip to it. That's fair. You liked the album. I didn't. Why can't you? Rolling you like, is such a good song. I can accept that you liked it. Why can't you accept that I didn't? I'm not saying that I'm not accepting you. So why do you have to? You're you actually, I am come crawling back. I, I'm a Kylie fan. I love Kylie. I think she's an icon. I think she's a legend. 
I didn't like that particular album that much. That's fine. That's like, that's like me saying, oh, look who's come crawling back from Ariana Grande from the next album. Well, you just said that. It's not like you said that. You, you know, said it. But I'm so, just saying. So don't even try um, to Yeah, Disco's a good album. I haven't, if I'm honest, I haven't listened to it enough yet. I don't think I've listened to the entire album even once. Yeah, yeah he just pretends he likes artists. No, I... But, I save them, girl. Yeah, yeah, I haven't listened to I'm it enough. I'm saving it for the next pandemic. I know the gays were dying over it. And yeah, I, it, it, I've listened to it a few times and it sounds like a really good album. So well done, Kylie Minogue. Yeah, like I listened to the first three songs and they were great. Yeah. Magic, Miss a Thing, Real Groove. Wonderful. Well done. Yeah. You can read. <laughs> so yeah, well done. Um, um, before we wrap up, I do want to mention a few more albums. Um, I want to mention no. Megan Thee Stallion, Good News, which I need to listen to more. <gasps> sounds very, very good. You've heard it. Yeah, we have. But I mean, I need to listen to it more before I can yeah, rate it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because we're talking about albums that have just come out now that we're talking about. And I, I can't really rate them that fairly. Baddy, addy, 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 I'm in the right singing mood today. Girl. Baddy, addy, 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 addy. Um, Little Mix Confetti. Little Mix is I've, I've, it's a phenomenal album. It's a great album. However, I'm going to say something. In the great words of Ariana Grande. Thank you, Nick. Well, you're, you're not really into Little Mix. You appreciate no. their talent, but they're not for you. Yeah, no. Which is not. fine. Like we, we appreciate they can dance, they can sing, they're great. Yeah. Um, I, do you know what? The rollout of the album, we already had half the album before the album came out. How? Because they were releasing all these songs. And it was like, it was, oh. it was, it was too much of a rollout for me. So when I got it, it was like, great. It's a very, very good album. I've noticed there's a lot of new Little Mix stars. It's still not my favorite album by them, though. Control. Glory Days is where it's at. But well done, Little Mix. I love you, Estanio. You're phenomenal. You're great. And an album that's just come out, um, Miley Cyrus' Plastic Hearts. I've been hearing you play the odd song, and it sounds really good. Honestly, it's very early days, but I think it might be like a 9 out of 10. I love, Honestly, really? like it is. Wow, Miley. Miley, 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 Miley. She's back. She didn't go, okay? Okay. You did that. Like, it is rock, country, and pop. It is, it is, yeah. it is literally a product of what she is. It's all her influences from all the artists in her life, and I love it. She's so unapologetic. She's so good. She doesn't give a shit. Is rock, country, and pop punk? Because it's got, like, bits of all... It's got everything. Well, Miley's very punk rock. Punk's an attitude, isn't she? She's very yeah. punk rock. I love the song Prisoner. Oh, Prisoner, Prisoner. I love, like, Dua being, like... Do us like oh my god like this is the first time I've had a lesbian girlfriend oh my god like I've never been to a girl before oh my god yeah this is really hot and Miley's like I'll take care of you my pretty <laughs> oh my god I hate you I love the music videos you so know what I, I think they should go on tour together if I'm honest with you Miley and Dua you should do a, a joint tour with one song no do you not know how it no they can go on tour together so when um, Justin Timberlake Christian Aguilera have done it before Oh, okay. So what would happen is... They Weren't they going out with each other? No. Okay. What would what they do, you go on tour and say they'd have three hours on stage. It's basically like Miley would do, I don't know, 10 or 12 of her own songs. This is all mixed up. Do would do 10 or 12 of her own songs. And then they collaborate together on some of the songs. Oh, can you see that happening? I think it'd be great to see. I really want to see some of these girlies collaborate on tours because they've supported each other so much this year and it's fantastic to see that level of support. I want I want to see like Super Mario World, you know, when all the characters are just out there. I, I want like Little Mix and Dua and Kylie and Miley all on stage together. I'm here for it. Mm. And yeah, brilliant. A great year for music. And some, you know, albums we can talk about, like Jojo, we couldn't talk about, for example, Jesse Ware. There were some other albums that we've listened to enough or we can't talk about. Jojo has an album. Yeah, she had an album out in Q, was it? Q2. Jojo, you don't get to nothing, it's not what I said, baby. It's Jojo, you. she had an album, good to you know. You know which Jojo I'm talking about? Which one are you talking Get out, right now. No. Leave, get out. Jojo, you don't know to find nothing. It's not what I want, baby. That, yeah, the little girl. Yeah. yeah, she had an album this year. Do you know what? Her, her other two albums were really good as well. You should listen to it then. Good to know. Mm. Yeah. So, the, the, um, very, very good. So, um, what's your favorite album of the year from the girlies? Chromatica. <laughs> Ow! You didn't read that the highest. Listen. No, right. What is your favorite album from the girlies? Listen, right, you can't you can't judge me because like, you know, you might fall in love with the douchebag and you know they're not good, but the heart wants what the heart wants. And like, Kermaika has been a douchebag to us with Babylon and Free Woman and not putting in the remi the mixes that were 
promised to us, even though they weren't promised. But you know what? 911 makes up for it. And as so does Chromatica too. So, uh, well, actually, I, I jest. But the album that I listen to the most um, is Chromatica. Really? You yeah. Listen to the whole album from beginning to end? No. I, I delete songs and make my own album. <laughs> Yeah, please send me you, help, guys. Do you, you want to? I, I, right, okay. This is this is this is my chromatica. Bear with me, guys. I hate you so much. Why? Because you're so fucking weird. Yeah, I am. I am. This is Chromatica's 26 minute album. We have Chromatica One going into Alice, into Rain on Me, into Free Woman, into Chromatica Two, Nine One One, Sour Candy, which I'm thinking of deleting, Enigma, and Replay. Of which I only want to keep one of them, but I don't keep forgetting which one I actually like. <laughs> then Chromatica 3 and Babylon. <laughs> You've just cut like five songs or something out of it. Yeah, that's so. Like and then for Dua Lipa's album, how many problem. songs have you cut? For who? Dua Lipa, how many songs have you cut? Oh, um, bear with me. Let me check. Future Nostalgia. I don't think I've cut a single song. But Chromatica's your number one this year? Yeah. Okay. You mean Chromatica or your version of Chromatica? Isn't that the same? No, no, no. So what's your favorite album of the year? My favorite? No, look, right. Okay. I'm I know what you're doing. I know what you're no, doing. no, no. I want to know. Is it your version? Because I'm here for it then. It sounds good. Not going to lie. Yeah, my version. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one is my version of Chromatica. Okay. My number one is Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia. It's the tip top album. And this is when I'm just talking about the girlies because, you know, one of my favorite bands released a really good EP this year. And yeah, that's where it's at. So gyms are open and I'm going to play Chromatica 2 into Future Nostalgia. Uh, oh my God, maybe you should make a remix, an album with both of them together, babe, mixed. Well, usually I just play one after the other. Okay, then work. I'll work on that. So yeah, guys. Like, oh my God, like when you made um, Sweetener and Thank You Next album. Yeah, Thank You Sweetener. Yeah, thank you, sweetie. That was very good. I deleted that, that recently. I think I'm, no, <gasps> you no. did not delete because it. Because I'm going to make something really special. Oh, you deleted it. I had it on my phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm improving from that, babe. You watch leveled up. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I might do some things on Instagram story this year about people's favorite albums of the year from the girlies and songs and stuff and get involved and get voting and, you know, have a good time. And let us know what you really enjoyed this year. What albums got you through this year? Um, so, yeah, the pop girlies did. But I'm going to quickly give a special mention to Siva. We need to talk, even though he's not a pop girlie, but he's a pop girlie to our heart. Yeah, he's for the gays. Yeah, he's for the gays. You need to listen to Siva. And Bring With Horizons EP as well, post-human um, survival horror, which is a phenomenal EP. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so thank you very much for listening guys also shout out to Bollywood for doing us dirty this year I feel like they've released jack shit in terms of music I'm just playing old Bollywood songs now like I'm going through my phone and I don't think there's a single new Bollywood song on my phone like at least in the last six months oh, oh quickly mm. what what girly do you want to hear from next year Madonna oh good choice yeah Madonna Madonna um, Adele and Rihanna See, I don't think, <laughs> I don't, oh my God, <laughs> that was so funny. I, I don't, um, I, I don't know about Adele, you know. Okay, you right, you can got patience with her. She's, she's done 21. I feel like it, it's difficult to like make it work with her since from. But why, onwards. but this is us pitting someone against themselves again and again. Why, why does it constantly need to match up? Why can't it just be a separate body of work? I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know, but like. You don't, have to, you don't have to compare all the time. I don't know. Like, like if you're going to sing about a heartbreak, it has to be at that level. Like, Hello was at that level. Okay. But well, maybe like, she was singing about heartbreak this time. Is that what you want? You want, oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Maybe not heartbreak this time. Yeah, like, if you want to do heartbreak, girl, make it that level. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had 19 and then 21 was an improvement. Hello was on the same level as 21. And then the rest of the songs, I skipped them and, well, I just listened to them briefly and I didn't really like the album. But that was for you, though. Many people loved the album. Okay. So... Yeah, but the, mm, see, this is the issue. This is the issues of this nation world, everything, yeah. 19, I liked it when it came out and I loved it. And I've liked, uh, I'm OG Adele fan. 21 came out, she blew up and it was an amazing album. The next one that she did was, it was going to be inevitable that it was going to do well because she's Adele. 
Okay. So that doesn't. So just because she got the sales and popularity and everything does not necessarily mean it's a good album. But it was um, really regarded really well and reviewed and critically acclaimed and awarded very highly. Biases, fake news. No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. Excuse like, excuse me, it's fake news. Twenty One's my favorite it's album by her, news. but I'm not going to come for her if she didn't make a Twenty One again. I don't never expect a Twenty One again. It's fake news. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Rihanna R9. But I'm not going to pressure on you, girl. We love you, sis, and I'm not putting that level of pressure on you. So yeah, and you know what, more Ariana, more everyone. Why not? Fuck it up. <laughs> just, just feed the gays. We need it. Feed the gays for the gays. Okay, the thank gays. you for listening to for the gays. Love you guys lots. Goodbye. Bye. Love you, but you don't love me. Bye. जब भी कोई लड़की देखू मेरा दिल दीवाना बोले ओले 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 Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. Follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. Follow us also on Twitter at YDLM Boys. And you can also email us on You Don't Love Me Boys at Outlook.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.